think you're here because you want to hear about the day. Yeah, most people don't ask about it. I guess they want to hear about it, but I don't dare to ask about the day. To some people, I used to call it the day I died. So, I was a salesman. A really good one too. I was selling these beverages and everywhere I went, I get treated with a smile. I was a very friendly man and I back then remember that a lot of my customers really enjoyed those small shit chats with me. It feels like so long ago and at the same time it feels like yesterday. Sometimes I have recalled these memories and so many times that I don't even know what's real or not real from that day. in one of the neighbor towns uh, from where I had a meeting I had to take a drive and one of my clients cancelled so I thought I'd just drive down it was a regular day about noon the highway was pretty packed and uh, yeah this small car came up behind me and flashed its headlights. I didn't think so much of it. I had a pride sticker on the back of my car, which a lot of people flashed at from joy, you know, supporting or, you know, just thinking it was a fun thing. So this car kept behind me and flashed even more and I thought it was kind of odd I could see the silhouettes of two persons in the car but it was like a small silver car there have been a lot of um, talk on the radio about like pirates like trying to stop you on the highway and then rob you so I didn't stop, but the car behind me was getting more and more aggressive. So I thought I should pull over to one of the smaller roads. When I was doing that, the car behind me followed and I could feel this sense of actually being kind of afraid. I didn't know what they wanted or they were going to rob me or something so I kept driving um, it was a lot of traffic but um, I knew the roads kind of well so I kept driving after a while the little car accelerated and came up next to me and was going to pass me but the little car uh, misjudged um, the distance and crashed.
crashed into my car. It was... I, I just went into shock. I stopped and the little car just spun around. Uh, the guys in the car went out and I was like... Got out of my car and what have you done? What have you done to my car? And they were like screaming, we're from the police. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> you guys are not from the police. This is an ordinary little car you have here. They said, why didn't you stop? I said, well, you're not from the police. What, what do you guys want? They said, you should have stopped. I said, like, well, if you're from the police, you should have some kind of um, police... Uh, badge or like some kind of identification that you're a cop one of those guys like we don't have to show you shit and I was like still in shock uh, I tried to get my phone and they were like oh no you can't get your phone I was like well I'm going to call the cops the real cops so uh, they tried to like keep me away from my car and I was getting more and more angry, so uh, I was like, just let me go, and I like pushed him away so I could get to my car, and I took my phone and I started this video film. I was like, serious that this was some neo-Nazi guys who had been following me for my pride sticker. And they were really angry. They kept saying, telling me that they were cops and that I should follow them into their car and I said no, hell no. A little girl uh, from a house had heard the noise from when the car crashes together and she was like running out towards us and I was like go, no go back to your house, call the cops, call the cops now. A lorry driver came and like slowed down and I was like call the cops please. They say that they are cops but they are not. Please call the cops. They told me to calm down or else they was going to put me down. They didn't say to kill me or anything, but you know, to push me to the ground. I'm a big guy, but those two men, they were like totally fit and in a few seconds they had had me to the ground. They were sitting on top of me and they had um, putting their cups, uh, hand cloths, into me. Um, I was laying there and I was feeling like they were going to fucking kill me. I could feel the hurt because they were pushing their knees into my back and my face were into the dirt. And I could feel that this moment that this was my last moment and all I could think about was I can't do anything, I couldn't move, I couldn't breathe. At that moment a real cop car shows up and they were like, oh, we have to back up. So they back off from me and the cop got out of the cop car and said, what the fuck is going on here? They showed them 
their IDs and said, we need to talk about this. So they went over and talked and another cop from the cop car came out and said, like, why are you lying here? He set me up and started to brush me off. What have happened here? He asked. I said, I have no idea. He said, oh, come over here. You can sit in the cop car and we'll sort this thing out. The thing was that he sat me in the cop car and there was like an argument between those two local guys and the police. Uh, the guy came back to, from the cop and he says like, have you taken any drugs? Asked me. I said, no, I don't take any drugs. Have you been drinking? No. Is it okay if we take you to the hospital so we can take blood samples and check so you have no drugs or alcohol in your system? And I say, yeah, whatever. So we were rolling and the policeman in the car that I'm sitting in get a phone call. And it's the other guys telling them that they have to take me to their district. And he says, no, 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 no. Martin is coming with us to our district. And uh, they drive me to the hospital. I got mud and blood in my, in my face. They walk me in like I'm some kind of really bad criminal. Puts me next to some old couples that look so scared. I have still no idea what's going on. They take a blood sample and then put me in the car back again. They say they are going to take me to questioning and that I'm charged with um, driving under the influence and that I probably have drugs in my car. It can be noticed at this, at this point that I drive a Jaguar saloon, a really nice car and me being a person of color that doesn't look very good because everyone knows that a black person can afford a good car and if he affords a good car he must be a drug dealer so at this point I'm going to um, custody and they strip me of everything and lock me in a cell for 22 hours and I can't even contact my boyfriend or my, my boss at the moment because I might get rid of the evidence or other drugs. I try to... They want to interview me without a lawyer but I say no, I must get a lawyer. Even the cop have told me that I must have a lawyer because he said something is not right here. Yeah. The next day. They um, let me be interviewed and they said like this doesn't make any sense at all. And I agree, it doesn't even make any sense. So they let me go. They keep my phone and my car. 
and I like I'm in a new town I try to find my way to like the nearest Starbucks and I like use my laptop and call like a video call to my boyfriend who picks up and take a drive and, and go and get me I was so scared from that day something changed forever the things people don't tell you is how much the aftermath kills you when something happens to you like this it's mostly not the thing that happened that makes you question yourself it's the aftermath I mean I knew I didn't do anything wrong that day I was just a man who didn't stop for a random car and then tried to ram me off the road in a futile attempt to stop me Later on we're going to know that those guys in the car were two officers who just going to leave a rental car from the police to the gas station. <coughs> they were two desk, desk cops who felt like they were going to find something suspicious in a black man in a Jaguar. cops who just want, wanted to have some action. I remember things from that day very clearly. It was spring so I've actually taken out my summer shoes and it's so weird because I was dressed up like I do every time I go on sales trying to look as white as possible and I remember that I had these beautiful summer shoes and even when I was lying there in the mud with these two people on top of me fearing for my life I reflected on that I didn't get saved by those beautiful summer shoes all they could see was my beard and my black skin None of my clothing mattered.